listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Sight. The following podcast contains adult language, adult situations, and spoilers for the movies discussed occur often. You've been warned. Now, take it away, Dr. Rausch. They must be destroyed on sight! Welcome back. It is They Must Be Destroyed on Site, episode 268. And I'm your host, Lee Russell. And I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Romali. How are you doing, sir? Very good. I'm really glad to be on the six, 268th since 9 Dead was made in 1968. And I like that. That makes me happy I, inside. I, I'm glad to be here. Great. I totally planned that, of course. Yes. Um, no, actually, did, we too. were... Yeah, uh, actually, uh, you, you might have been, been able to tell, you know, if you hadn't actually read the title of the fucking episode. You know, some people don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have any funny nicknames this time around. Uh, that's because we're not uh, doing two specific movies or a specific movie. We were going to do uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. But Lee Hardy had run into some scheduling problems this weekend, so we canceled at the last minute. We're going to push that back a week or something. See what Paul's schedule is like, because Paul's going to be a working man again soon. So, uh, working man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll get it figured out. But we, we just decided, you know, off the cuff, let's just talk about what we watched lately, and then we'll get into the main topic of the show, which is uh, something Paul came up with, sort of, go through alphabetically our movie collections and pick one horror title for each letter of the alphabet. And uh, yeah, we'll just, just shoot the shit about it, you know, kind of thing. I don't know what I came. It, I don't know where it came from. I just thinking, I, I don't want, I don't want a list. I don't want this. I don't want that. I'm like, mm. you know, A to Z heart, like instead of just coming up randomly, because I think that's what a lot of people do anymore. Randomly. Mm-hmm. What's your top the A to Z horror? No, no. From your collection, let's test your own collection. And I think everyone should do this to themselves. If your collection, you can't do an A to Z. Well, then you get need to get more movies. This is what happens. Yeah, and it, as it as it turns out, I I was missing two letters, so uh, I don't have an X or a Y uh, candidate. So you know, I'm down to 24 titles here, and I assume you got you got a full the full 26. I got the full full baby. All right, cool. Um, and I didn't and we know were... I had the poll. I just came up with this <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul and I were both sort of uh, talking about this off air, how we were going out through our collections today to see what we could find for this topic. And it was like, I own this movie? I own that movie? I don't even remember buying that fucking movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's a disease. You know, it's, yeah, but I own yeah. multiple copies of other movies on VHS or DVD. I go, oh, I have oh, yeah. six of these. What the mm-hmm. fuck? See, Paul's got an even more like vastly extensive horror collection than I do because I've just got like normie regular movies too, like in other genres. So you know, I'm weird that way. I was especially excited by this because I I kind of feel like there's a really good chance we're not going to have all that much overlap on the titles we pick. I, yeah. I think we both. I think we, we were joking. We both suspect 
one letter that we're we're probably both gonna have the, the same fucking title is pretty goddamn obvious. I think even people uh-huh. kind of listening and thinking about horror movies, like there's probably only one for that letter, really. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into that in the in the second part of the show. But we can just talk about what we've watched in the last little while and uh I'll throw over to you, Paul. What have I watched recently? Boy, damn near dick all. I'm actually uh, going back and watching some of the things that made me go, oh, and have happy pants. So I'm doing with uh, Ryan, I showed her dog soldiers. Okay. And right now we're in the process of starting Howl. Mm. So, and the sergeant from dog soldiers happens to be the security conductor or whatever you want to call it in the movie Howl. Yeah. That's, and, uh, spoiler that's, alert, uh... the werewolves finally got the motherfucker. <laughs> that's uh, Sean Pertwee. Yeah, John Pertley, and he he's great, and it just makes me so happy. Um, my girlfriend doesn't have like she has a great memory for other things, and she's extremely intelligent and does all these number things that I can't do, like counting stuff mm-hmm. like that. I can't do. Yeah, it's like believe me, it was a chore to one count this out, and then two put in ABZ. I mean, like I had, I don't know, I had, <laughs> that was so hard for me. But, I had difficulty as uh, well. She yeah. does not have the ability because I said, "Hey, it's Sarge from the Dog Soldiers movie," and she's like, I, "That doesn't make any. That I don't have no, nobody. I don't even know what you're talking about." I'm like, "The movie we just watched." This, no, okay, never mind. Sorry, but she's fine. <laughs> no, it's okay. British guy with short hair. It's it's just not going to yeah. register. No, that's when I had to. You know, that's when you start doing like, "I love you," like a mate that I love. Like <laughs> to start doing the quotes and like the placements and stuff. It's yeah. I'm I, it's okay because I'm abnormal. People like us shouldn't exist. No, we are really uh, a glitch in the system. I, I guess absolutely. Whatever <laughs> glitch in the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else? Um. You know what? Besides hardcore pornography, I'm going to say no. Okay, uh, that's fine. I've got. <laughs> Sorry. I've got, I've got, no, that's cool. I've got three that I can mention here. Um, so I watched the new Hellraiser from uh, 2022, which is a sort of a re- reboot of the series. Oh, 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, this okay. is like a, this is like a reboot of the, the series. So it's like, it's not a sequel to any of the like 18 sequels that happened, you know, kind of thing. This isn't the one with the, the pinhead that looks like that British posh boy. With the fat cheeks. No, no, not that one. No, that oh, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. No, this is actually a pinhead that's um, as much as you know, love Doug, Doug Bradley and shit. This is a pinhead that's actually closer to how pinhead was written in the uh, books. Um, Can I tell you? I sat next to Doug Bradley once when he was eating nachos. No, <laughs> I did. I was in a bar a long time ago when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. And I sat next to Mr. Douglas Bradley. I looked over, gave him the old Bob, the old Bob, no talkie because I can't talk to anybody because I'm socially awkward. And I was mm-hmm. enjoying a, 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 a probably fruitly drink at the time because I didn't drink beer because it was a long time ago. So it was bourbon or scotch or something like that. One of those foofy drinks. And yeah. uh, he was started. He ordered nachos and he got nachos. And the douchebag, two seats down from him on the other side, went, He's going to tear these nachos up. <laughs> and I said, dude, really? 
why don't you shut up? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it's like, can't the guy just eat his fucking nachos? He's got to get that you just let him goes. eat his food for fuck's sake. Yeah, go, that's my go, Douglas Bradley story. He goes to the grocery store and gets like a paper bag, and then the guy at the checkout's <clears> like, "You're going to tear that paper bag apart." Bag apart. Goes and again, to- uh, I met him. He's a nice guy. I actually, had my mm-hmm. picture taken with him later. Um, you know, it's uh, it's okay. It's interesting when you meet the uh, and I, I'm not trying to poo poo anybody, but it's 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 always funny. Like Kane Hodder, I'm four or five inches taller than Kane Hodder. It's like mm-hmm. you when you be like, wow, okay. That's interesting. Camera magic, movie magic, camera magic, mm-hmm. movie magic. You know, like you you start learning the behind the scenes. But you know what? Honestly, the shit like that usually makes people want to make movies even more or likes the movies even more. So that's good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you ever meet your maker and you see him eating nachos, please do not tell him that you're going to tear those nachos apart or anything. Like they don't do it. No, that's that's the fucking lamest man. It's like he's gonna hack what? that steak up like a fucking cheerleader at camp. Like, don't say stuff like that. That's not okay. Yeah, and then you know if he's putting hot sauce on, it's like oh, something about suffering. I can't even. I'm blanking on the fucking. Oh, words, but it will be delicious now, but later I will have the butthole suffering. Like, don't even <laughs> don't don't do it. Your your asshole's suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, a, it's, that's that ghost pepper hot sauce. It's like he seems like a very nice old man. Leave him alone. He is like, nice. He's nice. Dude, yeah. be be a fucking be a dick at the convention. Like you're you're paying him money for a photo or something like that. Then yeah. he'll, he'll you know he'll take it. He's a professional, but he'll take fucking, it. Yeah, but not when he's eating. No, come on, man. Yeah. Actually, um, the nicest guy I met at the convention was Angus Scrimp, the tall man. I I always just hear nothing but like stories of people saying what a, what an absolute guy. What a good yeah. what a good guy. He reminded me of my grandpa, actually. And mm-hmm. I was still again five, six inches taller than he was. I was like, You're the tall man. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I remember I remember hearing that, you know, he was always in like lifts and stuff to like even make him more imposing in the movies yeah, and shit. But yeah. he was, it worked, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. Yeah. And then yeah. of course you always you always hear that Tom Savini's a a creepy predator he's a and a, an asshole. Yeah. He's a douche. Every time yeah. I've met Tom Savini, he's been a douche. Every time. Yeah, he's he's Sid was really nice. Oh uh, yeah. Also, yeah, I, I also, yeah, also, Sid Haggs, also the other one that you always hear, like, yes, the best. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But now, Tom Salvini, every time I've ever met Tom Salvini, he was nothing but a money pinching douche. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, this, is, this is what I like about our intermissions. Even though it's going to be a full episode, don't get me yeah. wrong. Calm down, people. But it's very casual. We get on, we start talking like two people talking, having a beer. This is beer horror chat and i like this so yeah let's get back into the structure of it because i know like uh i get to lee off the rails now and again so let's go yeah. back on the rails and start the episode god damn it ding, 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 ding. you ungodly warlock mm-hmm. there we go um <laughs> actually I can, I can i can just fucking do that like look, look at here you ungodly warlock there get to play my toys Ooh. um but uh yeah the new hellraiser i liked it a lot um it's directed by David Buck- Bruckner, and he did a movie in 2017 that I really liked uh, called The Ritual, which had a nice, like, um, pagan Ooh, monster. The Wendigo. 
No, it wasn't a wasn't a Wendigo. It was um, it was like a Norse pagan deity of some sort that uh, it was like an elk with hands. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be like a um, like a, a a fallen titan or something along those lines, like some uh, sort of phylum. Uh, no, it wasn't that. It was um, starts with a J. I can't. I can't quite think like a, a child. Your Maganda. Yomaganda? Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. It was some sort of some sort of Norse thing. It's like supposed to be like a child. Okay. Of Loki I, 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 that's cool. Like that. I mean, I like that. I like. Uh, I listen to Arcanum a lot, and Arcanum he does a lot of his songs, but he does everything in old Swedish and stuff like that. So it's pretty interesting okay. to hear a lot of stuff that Arcanum does. So, but yeah, but no, it's it, it looked really interesting. I thought it was a Netflix only movie or something like that. I think it first came to Netflix, but um, I mean, it's it's around. You can find it. Um, okay. I'll have to, have to check it out then. Yeah. But um, so like, I really like that. So I was like, kind of excited. Okay. This guy's pretty good. He, he might do a good job of Hellraiser. And I think he did. Like, the, is, is it better than the original Hellraiser? No. Does it have to be? No, it just has to be better than all the sequels for it to, you know, be anyf- anything. And it is. Um, I mean, yes, it's made for Hulu. So, the budget's a little lower. It's a little bit slicker. It kind of looks like a, you know, made for TV kind of thing in a way, you know, it, and then, you know, I'm talking like TV today where, you know, I'll tell you this, does Reggie wake up in a coma and everything's a dream? No, no. then it's better. Yeah. It's better than Ravager. That's for sure. Anything's better than that <laughs> shit. Um, there you go. Wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. But fucking no, I liked it. it it's got, you know, in a more androgynous uh, a pinhead. Uh, the Cenobites uh, are not uh, leather daddies in this one. They're they're much differently depicted, but I liked it. Uh, as for the story, it's a typical Hellraiser story. People fuck with the box and then they get fucked up, you know, kind of thing. That, you open I mean, that's, it, we came. Yeah, exactly. And I liked it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it did a good job of, in some ways, sticking closer to the source material and in some ways going in different places. And at the same time, it, ke- it kind of keeps all the iconography of the original Hellraiser, like, especially the first two films. Like, you know, there, there's there's nods to the Labyrinth. There's nods to Leviathan. You see Leviathan in this movie. Um, and it's like it all looks like kind of how you remember it. So it's like they keep a lot of really good uh, tone and beats from the first two movies and kind of put it into this new story and uh, I hope they make sequels. I, I thought it was pretty good. Good. Yeah. Uh, the next one I'm going to mention, and this is one of the few uh, hammer films I had not seen yet. And, you know, it's, it's an incredibly shrinking list at this point, but it's one I just never re- gotten around to Dr. Jekyll and sister Hyde from 1971. Oh, I have that. It's great. It's fun. Mm. I love it. It's one of my top five Hammer films at this point. Um, and it's that weird, like, awkward boner sexy. Yeah, because, you know, it's got uh, Ralph Bates in it, who is um, in Taste of Blood of Dracula. He was Dracula's sort of servant or whatever. He gets killed mm-hmm. and... and they, they have destroyed my yeah, they've destroyed <laughs> my servant. They will be Stop. destroyed. Fuck, I love that film. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got Ralph Bates and it's got Martine Beswick, who was, you know, mm-hmm. super sexy model, but they kind of look similar. 
Yeah, so you can like, in the weirdest way possible. Yes. Yeah, but you can buy that they're the same person, right? They're two identities in the same person, kind of thing. So when they do the switch, it's very fucking convincing. It's directed by Roy Ward Baker, who did a bunch of this stuff, and he's just like really good. And like he gets to shine in this, like it's not your usual Hammer production where it's just kind of like, ah, eh, we're just going to you know with the paces we're just doing the same old same old like he put some interesting shots in there there's a really cool mirror shot that i really like where you know uh you you see ralph bates in from sort of like the perspective of over his shoulder and you see martin beswick in the mirror and they're mirroring each other's movements and stuff because there's not an actual mirror there right so right it, it's so fucking well done if you haven't if, if people haven't seen it they'd be like pleasantly surprised like oh this is a this is a hammer film they're doing some really cool shit in here like they uh it's almost kind of like league of extraordinary gentlemen and i'm talking like the uh, graphic novels and stuff it's almost kind of like it got a bit of that going on because it's like pulls from other things like jack the ripper and burke and Hare in it as well right so even though you know burke and Hare was was like 60 years before jack the ripper and in edinburgh the great robin goodness yeah, but I mean, they they take that story basically and wrap it into this. They take Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. and wrap it into this, and it all works like perfectly well. And I was like, when I first Man. had it, because I have it on VHS, and I always considered it like it was weird because I had this hammer horror feel, but it had this mm-hmm. sexy Italian spice to it that I couldn't wrap my head around. If it's you know what a, I mean? Like, I was like it's this is a, weird. No, it's a crazy. fucking horny movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, very yeah, horny yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it, it's 1972 or 71, 72. So it's like that period in hammer where it's like, we need to start showing titties and blood and everything we do to compete, compete with stuff. Right. right. And so like right. Martine Beswick, she's, she's not only naked, she's filling up her titties in this movie. And it's like, this is a hammer movie. Well, that's the, the other thing is like, like she's filling up people that she knows she shouldn't be filling up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of that. Like, that taboo kind of like, wow, this is a weird movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so weird and, and crazily good. Um, that, yeah, there's a lot of horror films like that, especially in The Hammer, where they just make, now and again, they make some crazy-ass shit. Yeah, and again, just just one that sort of comes out of left field, like uh, another one that's not really talked about, like Hands of the Ripper, which is fucking amazing. Yep. But no that one is really, really talks good. about. It. Yeah, they always just want to talk about Dracula and Frankenstein and and stuff that Peter Cushing, the first and the werewolf, Chris stuff like that, yeah. yeah, it's it's the ones people know. And I, you know what? I kind of blame the fucking DVD companies and stuff too, because what do they put out whenever like a new company puts out a Hammer collection? They just put out a bunch of Dracula movies, some maybe a couple of, of obscure ones, but not really. I'll and tell you what: you, the most obscure Hammer horror film they put out. And it's really good, though. Is Nightmare Creatures? Mm. Mm. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, if you yeah, haven't yeah. seen that one, you do it. Isn't that also like? Uh, they the, also, I think the other one is uh, another title for it or something like like uh, the horrible Doctor Clegg or something like that. Yes, is, uh, the other yeah, the, the other, other title. Yeah, that's Clear. a really really good one. So yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah, the Captain Clegg something something Captain Clegg. But you know you have. Um, Peter Cushing, but you also have uh, Oliver Reed, a mm-hmm. young Oliver Reed, playing mm-hmm. some crazy ass shit, 
and you know the antagonist is actually the protagonist which is the antagonist and it's yeah. so crazy yeah that's that's a really good one uh and the other thing i'll mention is soul survivor from 1984 have you ever seen that one no no this is one that i it, it showed up on shutter so it's like i've seen that fucking vhs a million times and i never picked it up um so it's it's about this. Uh, it's directed by Tom Eberhardt, uh, starring Anita Skinner, and she plays this woman who survives an airplane crash. Um, she's the only survivor of it, and soon she starts to notice that it seems like these weird people are stalking her. You know, like they're standing outside of buildings, staring at her and stuff. And she gets this feeling that maybe death wants to collect you know like she was supposed to die and she didn't so it's like you know right for you know final destination you hack um it also uh it follows it's got it definitely draws from uh, this too kind of um but it's pretty effectively done like it, it's a little slow in parts and it's it feels kind of unbelievable because uh, at some at some parts, like what what's happening is whatever this force is, whether it's death or some sort of evil spirit or whatever, it'll reanimate like recently deceased bodies to like hunt her down to try to kill her. And the the bodies have no problem at all killing the people around her. But when it comes to them, like standing right next to her, they don't do shit until the very end of the film. So it's like you got to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit. But it's it's moody and effective, though. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, all right. Uh, that's the oh, that's the, that's it for that. We're going to take a quick break and we're come back and get into the meat of this episode. The ABCs of our horror collections. <laughs> and uh, I don't know about you, Paul, but uh, I think we got this, man. We got this by the ass. You ungodly warlock. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. <laughs> Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this Earth? Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Penny in Wool Rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail Ming. Wait, you see those transmissions on the Visua screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud too? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? Oh, I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. The Helming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming. For now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At WW. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Helming. Breaking two? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? 
Flash dance? <laughs> <laughs> we might destroy the planet if we flash dance. You ungodly warlock. get into this our abcs of our uh, collection here horror collections and we're just you know we're just going to casually talk about this shit so um paul what is your a oh, do you don't even worry about my a baby my age oh, is wow. fine uh alucada baby from oh. 1977 uh honorable mention deep in my heart Mm-hmm. Army of Darkness, 1992, and Alien Dead from cool. 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alucarda, that's the... Um, is that Spanish or Mexican? Mexican. Mexican, good, yeah, yeah. With the great Bush. So good, Bush. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen Alien Dead either. That's... No, that's uh, actually... It was uh, Fred Olin Ray's first film. Okay. That's probably the reason mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I've he's got, really good. He's got so many fucking films. Um, <laughs> yeah, I met him uh, last year or the year before that. Nice guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so my A I'm going to uh, choose here is uh, Alien Ridley Scott. Ah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best haunted host in a spaceship movie, maybe. Best proto slasher in space ever. Yeah, yeah, Proto Slasher um, steals a lot from Planet of the Vampires. Uh, yeah, the old, Mar- the old Mario Bava one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like basically, it just um, where Planet of the Vampires looks like a Star Trek: The Original Series episode with its special right. effects and stuff. The you know this just kind of updates that, and it's like truckers in space. And uh, I like that shit. I like seeing like, oh, blue collar workers in space because, you know, there would be. Excellent. And well, there always know, is. Yeah. And, you know, they'd be disposable, too, you know. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. B. Yeah. You, B. Blood on Satan's Claw, 1971. Oh. I have an honorable mention for the burning 1981. You got my you got my honorable mention. Uh, ah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, because because I was struggling. There's a lot of good B ones. Um, Blood soundtrack Saints, made by Rick Wakeman. Yeah, I have it online. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking uh, Blood of Satan's Claw. I don't know if it's my favorite folk horror film, but it's it's up there. It's yeah. I actually got the folk horror collection, and there's so many cool ones on there mm-hmm. that it's hard to say exactly which ones your favorite. But I'll tell you what, it's always been up there. It's always been like it's weird because it was always like it's a slow burn, but then it gets really crazy. But it doesn't get too crazy. But if you really look at it, it gets fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it <does. laughs> like, you never like when you watch it so much growing up, you're like, it's not that bad. And then you watch it now, going, I'm like, this is kids. No, but no, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. <laughs> like it's yeah. one of those. Uh, my B. And I struggled with this. It was like, okay, yeah, I got to go with this one. Um, the Brood. David Cronenberg. The brood. Wow. Licking all the blood off the fetuses. Yeah. Oliver Reed fucking acting up a storm. Fucking Samantha Egger giving one of her best performances where she's, you know, not afraid to like pull a rage baby out of her outside womb and lick the blood off it. (laughs) Yep. It's definitely nice that we got our honorable mentions the same. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And fucking. Man, this movie traumatized me when I first saw it as a kid. It's a weird ass movie too. It is a weird yeah. ass movie, and it's so obviously I shot think in it's Canada. Fun a lot of things. I think <laughs> it's fun a lot of movies, though. I mean, it's one of his first like really fucked up body horror body horror films. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he did. Yeah. Um, what was the one? Be like he he did Rabbit around the same time. Oh, Cronenberg, um, yeah, did Rabbit with the armpit dick. Mm-hmm. And, and armpit it, dick. Yeah, and what was what was his other one? Shivers or whatever the fuck it was. Was his Shivers? First one? Yep, Shivers. Yeah, yeah. Which is the 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 slug that or the parasite that turns everyone into sex zombies. Yep, and that's with um with uh, Lynn Lowry from the Crazies, mm-hmm. and also uh, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, yeah. and I drink your blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love the fucking the midgets that are like these little weird clone babies without fingernails and stuff and like just the weird and and it, and it all just sort of stems from the fact he was going through a divorce <laughs> you know what find inspiration where you can seek it yeah yeah <laughs> uh all right let's go to your c c technically c is not a c it's a d but we'll say it's a c okay it is cemetery man 19 19- 94, also known as Della Morte Della More. Yeah, One of the yeah, yeah. best films probably ever made. Best soundtracks. I love it, too. I have it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And honorable mention goes to a Spanish man I, that is so dear to my heart, Paul Nash, and Curse of the Devil from 1973. Hmm. Hmm. I kind of... I actually kind of figured you would do Cemetery Man. I, I, I know I, I, I know how much you love that film. So I do. Yeah, it's my brain on tape. <laughs> oh man, what, what's her name? Uh, Anna Anna, Anna Felci or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Anna Felci. Yeah, the, and... yeah. And she's like big areolas, and I like big big areolas. So that's that just shows you right there. <laughs> I actually watched that with my girlfriend, and she's like. Okay, so what part of this film is your brain on tape? And I'm like, all of it. She goes, I don't get it. I said, I know. <laughs> you, like, you will eventually. <laughs> You'll get it at some point in time. You'll learn. 
You'll learn when I put you in the Oscary. You'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get it. Uh, My C, I don't have an honorable mention for this one. Uh, I just have to go with my favorite haunted house film of all time, The Changeling. The Changeling. Yes. It was 1981. Yeah. George C. Scott just fucking rocking it. Blast right down those stairs. Holy mm-hmm. fuck, look at him go. He's an old guy, too. Boy, he took a lot of punishment in that film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I, I love that, he, you know, he's he's obviously kind of, like, scared of the, the haunting shit, but at the same time, he's really perturbed by it because he's George C. Scott, so he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck do you want? Why are you bothering me? <laughs> <laughs> he's the only Anderson of the film com- company. That's the fucking perfect <laughs> fucking <laughs> That's the perfect fucking comparison. Uh, good times. He's like, get the fuck out of my ring, bitch. Uh, okay, let's get to your D. Again, let's get to D. Your D. Okay. I, I, I mean, I've thought about Lee's D for many times in my life. We all, yeah, we all know we've, that. We've, we've all had my, small uh, My D, though, is Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I've kind of figured we might cross on that one as well we might cross on that my honorable mention to a, an amazing film shot actually in north new jersey is don't go in the house 1980 <sighs> go figure we actually crossed on the fucking honorable mentions too because... are you serious yes is this happening right now yeah 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 we are kismet we are mm. brothers for life i'm sorry mm. We both, that sealed we, both, the deal. we both enjoy zombies. We both enjoy women being burnt to death in metal rooms, apparently. It was one of the craziest, scariest, and hottest scenes ever. I'll tell you what. It was so good. Well, I guess we just move on to E, can't we? Yeah, we can just move on to E. Go for it. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. My E, and I, I hate to sound like a poser. But I, you know, everyone knows I am. Evil Dead 1981 is my E. And, mm-hmm. and then... As an honorable mention, for fun, because it's in my collection twice, excuse me, Evil Clutch from 1985. Evil Clutch? I don't think I've seen Evil Clutch. It is a weird-ass fucking film. Hmm. It is weird-ass, ass, ass, ass. I'm going to check that out. Um, yeah, Evil Dead. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a safe pick, that's for sure. Um, yep. But yeah, no, good pick. Um, my E, and uh, we got to go with this. Eating alive, Toby Hooper. Oh, eating alive, yeah. Toby Hooper. So good time. You got fucking Freddy Krueger getting eaten by a fucking goddamn crocodile. Hey, goddamn it! My name is Buck, and I'm raring to fuck. To fuck. I just yeah. like him. And then you know where singing on the thing, watching, looking at his porno mag, just singing. But you fucking know. <laughs> It's such a weird ass film. I like it. Yeah. What a great pick. What a fantastic pick. And it's like people tend to forget that Toby Hooper like put out like a series of just like really great films early on. Like it's just people shit on like some of his early films too. Like they say, like, you know, Vader's from Mars isn't all that great. Fuck you. No, no, it's fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have it on DVD, VHS, and Laserdisc. It's a fantastic fucking film. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. I understand what people are. I, I get it. Like, I don't know. I don't need. You know, like everyone needs to do coke at some point in time. And you know, Toby, Toby <laughs> Hooper did a lot of it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those I think things. The, the problem with Hooper is uh, he did too many films after he hit the fucking rock bottom. Like that, that was, that yeah. was the thing. He, he, he hit, um, uh, he hit fucking like the late 80s, and that's where he nosedived. And then, like, he never really recovered. So that's the thing is that pisses me off. Like, Mehoff, Mehoff. Oh, he always calls me that. Hey, jackass, give me a beer. Um, <laughs> if, if, uh, if he made Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1999 for some reason and it took mm-hmm. off like a fucking rocket shot. He would make Texas Chainsaw 2023 and still make money off them. But mm-hmm. because it's not that thing back in the day, he had to try to do other shit. So some of them failed and some of them didn't. I yeah. think people should lack, should kind of get off his ass. Because honestly, yeah. most of his films he did were actually pretty good. I really like people don't really talk about it, but I really like his remake of the Toolbox Murders. Even though it's even though it's, you know, very obviously he's working on a very fucking low budget, so he's he doesn't have a lot of resources and shit. I think the shit he comes up with, pretty fucking good. Uh let's go to F. What's your honor? Do you have an honorable mention for E? I didn't ha- I didn't have an honorable for E. All right. I'm going for it. I'll tell you what. I'm going two fucking mainstream poser shit in a row. Fright right. night, nineteen eighty five. Okay. What a great film. What a fantastic film. Actually, mm-hmm. I just got basically the same over over like wool button down that uh, Peter Peter Vincent wears in the oh, thing. Yeah? And every time I button it off, I go, Are you hard of hearing, my friend? I have killed one I just felt good. Oh, I just like it. so I have Fright Night as the one from 1985, but I have to say Flesh Eater from 1988 because mm-hmm. I met uh, Bill Heinzman and what a great guy! And every time I watch that film, I am just smiling by the end of it. I do, re- I do kind of respect what a fucking carny Bill Heinzman is because he just Absolutely. like he he milked that fucking role from night of the living dead for every dollar it was worth. Like he, every dollar. And he like, even when I said, when my buddy hook said that to uh, John Roos, he goes, yeah, he's still trying to milk that shit. Yeah. Fucking milk it, man. Mm-hmm. Get every penny you can out of it. I mean, he was well, so I nice mean, when I met him in 2009 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's such a good guy. Right. Now, 2007 or something like that. He, I met him and before he passed away, he, he didn't pass away that much long after that, which made me sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, god damn it! What a great guy, though. Like, come on, guys, get over here, find, buy some shit, and all happy, happy, happy. But also, at the same time, he could have been a miserable bastard, but he was such a carny mm-hmm. that he knew how to sell every penny he had. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I can't begrudge anybody who's like trying to make you know who was involved in the original Night of the Living Dead and is trying to make money off it to this day because it's like nobody made money off it when it first came out. So, nobody like, did. Fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you do you? And then you well, know, thanks a lot, George. Night of Anubis, my fucking ass, George. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Everyone loves George so much, and I agree, George was great. But George was thought, oh, Egyptian mythology and all this stuff that would make money. That'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like if you would have just called it Night of the Living Dead from the beginning and copyrighted that shit, everybody would be rich right now. But no, mm. you got to be special. Yeah, and I mean, you know. It's not like they were stealing from George. George wasn't hurting at the end of his life. He he, he was he was good. Nope, he he, was he good. made he, even though he had like commercial failures, 
it's like he was still getting paid to direct those fucking big movies. So, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah he has yeah. a name. Okay. Um, what? Okay, my, my F. Oh. I yeah. don't have a, You're- I don't have an, I don't have an honorable mention for this one, but uh, another Toby Hooper, two in a row. Fun house. Fun house. Oh, my my lips, I held back because I wasn't, because you went off on Toby Hooper, so my, my Fun House mm-hmm. lips kind of just sucked up. I was waiting <laughs> for it. Fun House. What an interesting film. Mm-hmm. I, I, fu- I fucking, every time I watch it, I, I get a buzz just how like weird it is. Like it's just mm-hmm. little touch. It's just little touches he puts in it because it it's kind of a slasher film. It's kind of a monster movie. It's got yep. everybody in the fucking carnival all look alike. So you know the different barkers and stuff. They all like look alike, and they're all looking at our final girl. So there's like some weird spiritual thing going on underneath the whole fucking thing, you know and. It's just, it's fucking creepy. It's a fucking creepy movie. And again, it's just... Uh, and the monster uh, again looks good, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it's so... It's such a disturbing fucking film. And again, it's just Toby Hooper fucking... Again, like, proof that he was more than just, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, there, there was weird shit going on in this film that only he could do, and no one else right. could do. Yeah. All um, right. G yeah. it is G. What's up, G? I would say another G. Galaxy of Terror, nineteen eighty-one. Uh, you know what? I I went through that and my when I was going through my collections, like Paul's going to pick this. Yeah. <laughs> How could he not? How could he not pick fucking? I was going. I was right. going to pick my honorable mention, but I had to pick Galaxy of Terror. My mm-hmm. honorable mention is The Gate from nineteen eighty-seven. That's actually my honorable mention. Yeah. So we were we were again we were thinking on on similar similar vibes there. Absolutely. Little, little I can't wait to see yours. Yeah, uh this one is one that um I kind of slept on for the longest time. I just picked it up a few years ago and and finally watched it and, and you know it's from a director I really love, Larry Cohen. God told me to. Ooh, never I, mm. I think I might actually have that on a uh, a compilation but I never watched it. It's really weird. Uh, it's got uh, fucking Richard Lynch in it, playing like this. He's like a, he's an alien angel monstrosity that's forcing you know, like kind of making people go insane and and, and kill. <laughs> and it's really interesting. There's a bunch of different shit going on in it. It's probably one of Larry Cohen's more ambitious. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I love angelic beings that fuck with people, a.k.a. everybody in the Bible, because it's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those, like, oh, it's good. Oh, kill him. I, don't kill him. Oh, kill him. Come on. Don't kill him. Oh, come on. I, oh, don't I, you I wanna, know I love all you people? I don't know if it's ever been done, but I really want to see, like, a uh, a horror movie that, you know, use and, and usually most horror movies that tackle Christianity just kind of suck. Um I want to I want to see one that actually depicts angels how they were actually described how they were originally described they're not the uh you know beautiful like greek statuesque beings with yeah. wings and shit like they were all these freaky misshapen fucking monstrosities all right yeah h yeah we're good h let's go to hell with h <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah. cuz I got I got a seat fucking waiting for me I had to do this one I Lee 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the full moon outside. You know. Uh, how I it know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. It's yeah, the Howling, 1981, baby. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say my honorable mention is Humanoids from the Deep in 1980. Both of those kind of circulated around for honorable yeah. mentions. Both of them didn't exactly. make it, but they're they're close. But I yeah. had to, man. Werewolf time. Things are good, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could have went Halloween, fucking Howling too. I like Howling too. I do, but you can't say part two when you have the original right there. No, but you know, I do. I just love the uh, the alternate title for Howling too. My sister's a werewolf. No, not even that one. Sturva oh, werewolf bitch. Oh, Sturva werewolf. Yeah, werewolf bitch. Because yeah, well, I mean, if you watch the movie, you get it. I mean, it's yeah. pretty much yep, that. Yep, there it is. Yep. Uh, my H, and I was highly conflicted and picking. Uh, my honorable mention is going to be fucking Halloween because hey, why not? I was going to say you didn't pick Halloween, did you? Oh no, no. I, I didn't, ruin did the podcast. Ruin the podcast. Yeah. No, but I say you know honestly, my first um, when I was trying to do like a, a scribble, scribble before I got out to and watch my movie collection, actually, I kind of, I, I try to do like a sit at the kitchen table, scribble, scribble. The first word was Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then it was crossed off and written howling on top <laughs> of it, because I was like, what am I doing? It's howling, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But no, you know, <laughs> Halloween is a great film. Anyone that says anyone that likes slasher films or, you know, camp killer films or all these kind of films, you know, the proto slashers that says Hall- Halloween isn't good. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and, actually I mean, a quintessential film. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's also just like an incredibly well shot film that looks beautiful. And yeah. That's yeah. cool concepts. And yeah, but uh, I'm going to go for this one. Horror of Dracula. From yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I, I was wondering because I was like, "What a fucking great film!" I mean, I love the fact that it's Hammer Horror's like closest Dracula film. Like it's, it's so it's pretty good. close, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and it has it has a vibe to it that none of the other Hammer Horror films have. Yeah, because uh, that's that's like the first. They're just like feeling it out, right? It's like we we got to do like this really good version of the Universal fucking Dracula that you yeah. know we're we're kind of aping here, but we're making it cooler. Where we got Christopher Lee, um, and you know it's got that iconic where that iconic scene where you know he bars his teeth and his the eyes are bleeding and shit, and it's like yeah. The thing I love the mo- most about it though, um, and what always sticks with every time I think about Hammer Dracula. I always think about the fucking score. I, I think about that fucking iconic. Yeah, it's just like Dracula. Bum, bum, bum. The same yeah. thing as the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. I have that score on vinyl, and I like playing it because it's such a good score. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's great stuff. Uh, let's go to I. This one goes to a guy passed away that was so cool. He even liked a lot of my painting stuff on the on the channels. He was very nice, good guy. Danny Hicks, Intruder. Okay, yeah. 1989. Intruder 
I mean, how can't you love Danny Hicks? He was just the best. And then for my honorable mention goes to an amazing, amazing actor that doesn't ever give enough credit ever, especially today. Claude Rains in The Invisible Man, 1933. That's a great honorable mention. Uh, An Intruder is, you know, one of the last great slasher films of the classic fucking period. Of the 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, My Eye is, for me, one of the scariest films ever. One that I don't watch a lot because it actually does make me seriously uncomfortable when I watch it. And that's the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, which fucks me up. Like, that movie fucks me up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. one. I have it in my collection. That's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any honorables? I don't have any honorables for for that. Okay. K, man. K, K, K. Not that K, K, K. K, 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 K. We Uh, got J. We got J. Oh, my God. Oh, J. That's right. Whoops. Sorry. I fucked that. Because I got so excited. <laughs> I got excited. Okay. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't have got excited because actually Jay is probably the best film ever made. Not just okay. my favorite film. Jaws, 1975. Oh, yeah. I mean, how okay. can you not love Jaws? And my honorable mention is Just Before Dawn, 1981. Look at it. Oh shit! There yep. it is. There it is. Just before dawn, baby. How can you? I mean, if, oh, ugh. Mm-hmm. my it my favorite slasher. <laughs> my oh. favorite slasher, man. Fucking a final girl that kills the the fucking monster by shoving her forearm down its throat. Like, come on, man. Just like punching that's... his gut in until he dies. Yeah, and it's got fucking George Kennedy picking up a paycheck like he was doing in the 80s and anything. Yes, um, and as we did on the podcast when we did Just Before Dawn, it has a guy who played in the Werewolf TV series mm-hmm. from 1986. So that's right. great. Awesome. And it, oh, my and God. It's, and it's got what's, what's his... Uh, uh, fuck, what's that classic actor's name? His son's in it. Um, the, the, the guy got chopped in the dick. Uh, L- Lemon. Uh, Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon's kid? son is in it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's fucking great. And like that fucking scene, great. that scene where um, <clears throat> where the redhead goes to the church and and fucking we realize, right oh, there's, there, two, yeah. there, there's, there's two killers. Yep. Yeah, and oh, yeah, and, he gets picked up by the neck. Yeah, he gets gets. What a great gets, film! Yeah, she gets trapped in the church, and the fucking mm-hmm. the t- one killer's taking pictures of her while the other one's moving in on her. We yep. never see what happens, but, but you get to see. You, you do get to see her tits in that uh, in the waterfall scene, so that mm-hmm. was okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, I mean, that's what a what an awesome pick, and I'm glad you picked it because that was my honorable mention. What a great day mm-hmm. this is. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll we got K what. now. Okay. Ugh. Um, I got excited for K because I want to be that uh, pansy asshole poser guy. K, okay. K, 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 Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. Oh, well. Same. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Uh, an yeah. honorable mention to a film that I've seen a few times now, Killer Nun, 1979. Okay. I don't think so I always like those little Italian kind of like taunting the church, weird serial killer shit. And it actually, it turns out it's not her at all. It's the person that is fantasizing about her. Another nun 
kills people that oh no, and every time she kills someone if she's like there to watch it she's a suspect oh so she makes sure she kills a suspect you know it's, oh, weird, it's a weird film yeah it's an italian film it's pretty good uh like, and killer clown from outer space 1988 who can say anything bad about this the dixies the theme song the, yeah, the, the only yeah, thing Dickies I can say thing. about Killer Clowns is it needs more. Uh, that has no tits, and that's why I would give it a nine instead of a ten. That's all it needed. It needed it needed that girl who ordered pizza to be topless when she answered the door. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was me. Like, oh, pizza, Boop. done. Yeah. Like even but, even the little puppet things coming out of the basket, shower scene stuff. That would have been Boop. done. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Killer Clowns from Outer Space is still a family favorite in this house. It's a perfect film. Like it's it's it goes through with its concept a hundred percent, and it, it it sounds like it shouldn't work because you know oh there, there's going to be aliens shooting popcorn and shit like that. But no, it's it's a hundred percent fucking perfect. It fucking follows through with all kinds of great gags and. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So here we go. L. L is coming into our lives right now. Mm. Lorelai's Grasp, 1973. Ooh. With nice. an honorable mention to two great people. One I haven't met, one I have. The last horror film from 1982. Mm. And there we go. Because so one, you have Helga Lene being absolutely and then was it a great supernatural like folklore horror film with Lorelai's mm-hmm. grasp it's yeah. just Spanish gold mm-hmm. if you know what I mean and same then guy, you have same uh, guy who uh, did Joe the Spinell. yeah yeah and then you have Joe Spinell and uh, and uh, and you have uh, Caroline Caroline Carolyn Monroe just being fucking absolutely fantastic, fantastic in the last horror film. But Helga Lene, mm-hmm. she's been in so many good films too. I mean, it just be ridiculous to try to name it. But I tell you what, if you want Helga Lene in all her glory, you watch Lorelai's fucking grasp. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. I enjoy that one quite a bit. But who's who's the main guy? Now? Isn't it Tony Kindle? I think uh, it's the same yeah. guy that was in uh, in uh, um, Tombs of Blind Dead. Mm. The one the one guy was in Tomb of the Blind Dead that was in it. I can't remember the the main guy off the top of my head without yeah. grabbing it. But um, yeah, no, that, that's a really good one. I, I love that one quite a bit. Um, yeah, my, my once L- I saw it though, like it became a, an instant favorite. Mm-hmm. It's Did one of those say, films that like grabs you immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say an honorable mention? I forget. Oh, uh, Lorelai's Grass, the, the last horror film, is my honorable. Yeah, mention. Oh, yeah, that's right, 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 right. Uh, I don't have a honorable mention, but uh, my L is Lake Mungo from two thousand nine, and that's a little time uh, to, be, to check out something. Mm, it's a little. Um, Sort of, I, I think it's I think it's Aussie or New Zealand. Which one is it? Uh, I think Lake Mungo's in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, God, I'm gonna blank on that. Anyway, 
it's one of it's one of my favorite horror movies in the last like 20 30 years it's fucking great it's it's done in a um mockumentary kind of style so it's it's like it's it's basically revolving around this case of this uh young girl who died and and her parents kind of feel like her spirit is still haunting in 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 sticking around and so they get like a psychic investigator involved in it and they get this like sort of um investigative like documentary crew involved in it and Mm -hmm. weird stuff starts happening but then some of it starts getting explained and so it it does like switches on you it's like oh this is really fucked up this footage has something really weird in it and then like reveals later on show that oh no this is explained and stuff and then other weird shit starts happening and Mm -hmm. it's got a real gut punch at the end like it's (laughs) <laughs> like it's Mungo. A, mm-hmm. It's it's pretty no, it's, it out. it's pretty spectacular. It, it's what it, it's not quite found footage, but it's kind of t- tangentially falls into that kind of category. Yeah, but when you, thing. when you say mockumentary, it kind of falls into that kind of category, yeah, yeah. though. That's nice. And I think That's the best good. thing is the best thing about it is it's super believable as like if you didn't know it was a mockumentary, you might kind of believe it's a documentary. It, yeah. it, it's that well done. So um, yeah, I, I, I will say for me, an honorable mention would have been Legend of Bigfoot. But I, I like you said about mockumentary, it's such a mockumentary. It's such a fake documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't watch it for anything because like Bigfoot to me, it's not scary. Bigfoot's just around me in the woods. No big deal. If you know what I mean. But like the scenic views of America in the 50s is so amazing to watch that i just do it to feel good i watch it to feel good you know i do I mean? like how yeah i do like how that f- that f- film looks like it's it just to see like un- the sound quality the look the feel the everything about that film it just makes me feel good it makes me want to get into a, a car and drive east or west rather you know what i mean like mm-hmm. just all right let's go look at everything but you know oh, yeah. it was 50 years ago so it doesn't look like that now so now I think about it, I do have an L that would work as a honorable mention. Fucking Legend of Boggy Creek. Like Legend of Boggy Creek? Oh, you yeah. dick. I can't believe you did that to me. Like right now. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, yeah. I was like, Legend yeah. Of my mom, my mom grew up in Mississippi. And when she watched um, Legend of Boggy Creek, she was near the Arkansas border. So you'll find Arkansas is right near there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Route 40. That goes from Texarkana to Smith Forge, Route 40. Goes right through there, a little bit away from Walls, Mississippi, where she grew up. And she watched that in the movie theaters, like in the big screen kind of thing. And she and she said, when that Bigfoot put his arm right through the the -hmm. window of the bathroom when the guy was taking a shit, she was like, I screamed and screamed and screamed and screamed, (laughs) and I couldn't take a shit alone for like two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> like, like she was done she was absolutely done so that is a good film it's a great film yeah, absolutely yeah. cool definitely i'm definitely gonna go down to the the monster mart there on 40 and uh, check it out when i go visit my family in mississippi so absolutely cool film and i'm really glad you mentioned that so thank you yeah uh m m m m midnight 1981 mm-hmm. john a russo can't love it I, enough I, I as I, I am the midnight aficionado yeah i am the guy who loves midnight the most but 
Another John A. Russo film, because I want to be a bitch, is Majorettes from 1986. So thank you, John A. Russo, for those two classic films, Made in PA. One in, um, let's say, Claritin, Blairsville, um, Bethel Park, and the other one made in Moon County, Beaver Township. Gotta love it. Just gotta love it. PA pride, baby. I knew I knew you were going to pick those. I, oh, actually, I should have known you were going to pick those. Is what I should say. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one and there's pick- a lot of good M's. I mean, I like Madman. Yeah, you know Mad what I mean. So, a lot of good M's. Uh, I don't have a uh, honorable mention, but uh, I will pick for my money. Pretty much, almost perfect. Actually, kind of better than the original story. Uh, Stephen King's The Mist. The mist, from, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, there you go. Yeah, from two from two thousand seven. Yeah, I, I, I just love I just love how fucking nihilistic this film is because it it goes the extra step that Stephen King's story didn't. Is go. that the one? That the end of it is laugh out loud funny. Where he kills everybody in the car, he but kills himself everybody and, and then walks out. And then the army you know shows what? up and. I would like to let you know that humanity, everybody listening to you, I hope that happens to you because it's the funniest fucking thing in the world watching all you that kill all your people. There's no bullets left. It's the funniest fucking thing in the world. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm well, not I mean, right, but that is hilarious. <laughs> and on top of that, of course, it's like, oh, I just I just killed everybody else, so now I'm going to walk out of the car and uh, get killed by the creatures. Nope. The army's here. They saved the day. Yeah, they're, they're wiping yep. out all sorry. the monsters. Sorry, yeah. sorry. we're gonna. Nope, you can't do that now. <laughs> I've never seen a laugh out loud funny film like that in my life. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, screw the Hangover movies. Watch this if you want to chuckle. And if you don't get a chuckle, <laughs> you should kill yourself. Oh, what a good film! Kill <laughs> you yourself. If you got any bullets left? Yeah. Oh, I got a little bit of a giggle right there. <laughs> a little bit of a giggle. Uh, All right, Ed. Ed. Okay, I'll tell you what. It is not Night of Living Dead. I'm joking. Okay. It is. No, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> I, fi- I figured you would pick that one. So it's like I, Night of Living Dead, 1968, the best film probably ever made ever besides Jaws, but it was made a PA baby Evan City baby. Yeah, 1968. Mm-hmm. How you can, can you go wrong? It is the best film probably ever made. And then my honorable mention to a beautiful film, Night Train Murders, 1975. Mm. That's a good How one. How tasty was that film? There you go. I think that is it, it was based off the whole last on the house on the left that was made in 1972. But I think Night Train Murder did it just that little bit better. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it's much more uh, artful than fucking Last House on the Left. Yep. Like it, 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 you know, it it just happens to have like the Italian fucking eye for making movies. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah Night Living Dead, baby, the spawn of they must be destroyed on site podcast. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Woo! Um. <laughs> uh, so my honorable mention, and this one we're for in we're we're both going with uh fucking uh vampire movies so first i'm gonna go with what i consider the best vampire movie ever made and that's near dark ah and i i love that one i love the i love the whole idea of like de-romanticizing the vampire 
Like it's, you know, their lifestyle would not be sexy or anything. It'd be like, yeah, we're going to be driving around in a Winnebago with all the fucking uh, windows blocked out and we're going to be scavenging for food and we're going to have Lance Hendrickson as a vampire has been around since the Civil War, the big scar on his fucking face. And we're going to, you know, we're going to we, we have this younger vampire, you know, that we, we took in recently and she falls for this dude and we're going to humor yeah. her and, and see if he becomes one of us and kind of thing. And it's got Tim Thomerson in it. who's fucking cool. Um, it's got the Tangerine Dream soundtrack. It's fucking uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. would say like when you when you mention it, like the, the way you've never put that film to me before, if you know what I mean, in your own words. Mm hmm. I can see how John Carpenter's vampire is like that. Like it's a little bit now yeah. you live in dirt and sand and have sand in your mouth every time you wake up. And this, mm-hmm. and he tried to put a little bit more gothic turn on it the way they looked when the the the, the not them but him mm-hmm. when he looked. But at the same time, this is not fun. You wake up in sand in your mouth. We're just scavenging. This this is not romantic. We don't have a castle. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. It's got Bill Paxton in it though, so that wins. Bill Paxton, <laughs> so one of his, one of his one of his best roles ever, and yeah, and I mean that that fucking bar scene where they just yeah. they fuck up that. I fucking don't know. Same part. time though is like when I ever watch Near Dark, I go, I don't like the humans, but I don't like the vampires either. I don't like not anybody. To, not supposed to like them though. Like that's the thing. Yeah, like, the humans yeah. are all just yeah. kind of like are just kind of you know Texas podunk people yeah and and then but the you don't like vamp- the, the vampire either like but at the same no, time when i when i when i don't like either i go what's supposed to happen i guess i'll just watch <laughs> i i love it though um and my <laughs> my my fucking uh honorable mention would be Werner herzog's remake of nosferatu from oh no, i know you like that no i yeah. didn't i thought you were gonna say that yeah, it's just a it's a fucking spot on. Perfect it's a update. very poetic re- rendition of the mm-hmm. original Nosferatu. Very poetic, and one of the few movies where Werner Herzog managed to rein in Klaus Kinski and actually get like a on the fuck down and act. Yeah, a great subdued performance from him, which was I, I still don't know how he did that. I will tell <laughs> you that O got a little hard for me. Mm. Oh, with a little narrowed down. I will tell you oh, that. Right now. Okay, okay. We we might we might cross streams on this one too. Then yeah. maybe. Well, we'll no, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Orgy of the Dead, nineteen sixty-five. A good stripper flick. And oh, then, the, Ed, uh, the Ed Wood one. Yep, yep. I have Orgy uh-huh. of the Dead, and then Once Bitten, nineteen eighty-eighty-five. Oh wow, that's the that's the uh, is that the Jim Carrey one? No, Jim that's Carrey the... version. Yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the okay. soundtrack shit. <laughs> what did you say? Soundtrack is shit. Well, it's nineteen eighty-five. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. My O, my I don't have normal mention, but uh, for my O, Orca, the killer. Orca, whale. I don't own Orca. I don't own that one. Ah, shit. Yeah. If I did, it'd be on it. Ah, oh, fuck. Fucking, I, I love it. Richard I'll Harris. tell you what, though. I, I like, I like the, uh, I do like the, I do like uh, Orgy of the Dead, though. And, you know, like mm-hmm. the whole werewolf comes out and then brings a girl out and they strip tease for no reason. And the one gets drifting gold. She doesn't die like a goldfinger, but, you know, uh, whatever. You know, and all that kind of, like, it's just a stupid, 
cheesy let it play in the in the back while you're having a party film mm-hmm. um i'll tell you what we'll move on to ppp that's my name is paul baby and mm-hmm. we're gonna move on to p super p pieces 1982 pieces. That's, a good pick. that's a great pick. and then honorable mention honestly honorable mention it probably should have been the number one but i'll say it all is honorable because i care so much predator oh 1987, nice. baby. Nice, nice. It's such a good film. It so, is so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 an action movie. It's a slasher film. It's a sci-fi. It's it's everything, really. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. Like it's so good. Because uh, if if you want dog soldiers, they say it's like the Jaws meets the Predator, but with werewolves. I'm like, yep, sounds good. Sounds yeah, right. Sounds good. <laughs> Sign me up. Um. So for my P, uh, honorable mention, I was I was just going to throw in Phantasm because. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great one. Great one. Uh, and for my pick, I'm going to go with a John Carpenter that sometimes. Prince, people don't, oh, shit. Prince of Darkness. That, you know, they, I, I tell you what, Alice Cooper, uh, um, you have uh, Donald Pleasance, great cask. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Conan is in it, for fuck's sake. You know, that, I can't remember his name. That That's a Chinese guy. No, but he's, not, he's time, not in Conan. That's a different guy. Oh, shit. I thought that was he, Conan. Oh, no, no, yeah. you're right. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, Vic, sorry. Vic, Victor, Victor Wong, who's also in Big Trouble in Little China. But Big guy Trouble from, Little China. I said the wrong goddamn movie. Yeah, the, 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 the guy from Conan is Mako. Mako, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then we all know James C. Hong, so we know James Hong is amazing. But uh, yes, that's a great film. Uh, it's a weird film, though. It's it's a film. Excuse my my nose is acting up. Uh, I will tell you what, though. I watched it with a lot of people over the years. Mm-hmm. It is not a film that resonates with everybody. No, and it's like it was just like John Carpenter was reading a book on quantum mechanics. It was like, well, what if I made like this religious horror movie, but I threw in this like Lovecraftian like quantum mechanics? Yeah, and we, we all into. got it. Believe me, yeah. we got it. But yeah. there's a lot of people are like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. But I'll tell you what, that the girl that gets the sores all over the shit like that—that's fucked mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. And like, just it's just a it's just a nice, interesting way to like fucking sort of switch up the religious thing because it's like instead of you know you know we just call this like God or the devil, but it's like these existential forces in the universe that are pinned to get sort of paired against each other, and like this essence of evil contained in this jar is this like fucking liquids. Like, oh yeah, that's that's cool shit. I like mm-hmm. that. You know what? I remember it from Dungeons and Dragons when I grew up. 1982 mm. or 4? I was watching Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon growing up. Oh, and yeah. there was an episode where they opened this chest and all of a sudden this force comes to greet them. And he, a dungeon master keeps on trying to fight and fight. Like Finally, they go, what the fuck is this? And he goes, don't look at it. You know, one. And he goes, mm-hmm. it, is man- it was known by many names, by many different worlds, but we all know him as evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then he goes, Joy, he's this big gremlin, like, 
And he's just a bit like he's like a tornado with eyes, and he just torches everything. And I was like, I get that. That's the devil. You just made the devil. That's fucking awesome. Like, (laughs) like, oh, that is so cool. So. Even in 1984, in the, in the Dungeon Dragons cartoon, they knew how to make the devil the devil without understanding the devil. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is evil. That is a congruent idea of evil that knows no good. It just destroys the whole time. Like yeah, you, you got can, it. You know, you can you can, you can throw fuck. that you can you can throw that concept of kid at kids about you know putting a uh, Judeo Christian spin on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was so. Pure and simple, everybody got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Q. Are, are are we just both going to say the fucking same movie? Are we both going to just say Q the Winged Serpent? Yeah. Why, why don't we say the Q the Winged Serpent? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Okay, because I got it because of you, and that makes we we both have it. The end. Is, there, is there any other horror movie that has a Q? Yeah, it's, it's David Car- is Larry Cohen, well, David Carradine. Let me tell you, is there is there a film called Quintessence or something like that? Like what else? Quiet something or oh, Quiet Place or no, no, whatever the... it's the it's the Quiet Place, isn't it? Or a Quiet Place is yeah, called. something like that. I mean, that would yeah. count as a Q because you don't count the like a, a, the or a. No, I count, count an A, baby, when oh, okay. I need to. All right, but uh, well, who who's gonna ever buy Quiet Place because it's a shit thing anyway? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. If you fart, it. it's not quiet. If you burp, it's not quiet. If you sneeze, it's not quiet. Yeah, because believe me, I would die because I fart a lot. <laughs> the end. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like, hu- yeah, humanity's wiped out. Flatulence. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you eat broccoli, you're dead. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. Like, I can't think of anything by Q, the winged serpent. Which is, I mean, I love the fact that I was like, I don't have a Q. Yeah, I do. Oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, <laughs> I guess I don't own it, but I guess you could go with like the quartermaster experiment or whatever. Like the quartermaster, yeah, quarter the quartermaster whip, something like that. Yeah, there's there's a film called something like that. Yeah, that's a hammer film, isn't it? Well, there's the quartermaster experiment, which is a sci-fi horror film. And quarter mass in the. Pit. I thought there was a film called The Quarter's Master's Whip or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. But uh, okay, right, we're, we're on R. R. Okay. For me, nineteen ninety nine is ravenous. You got me. You got it's so good. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, <laughs> if you have a uh, um, honorable mention, I would say The Resurrected. From uh, 1991. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't ah, know that. But, there you uh, go. Oh. Mine, mine would have been Return of the Living Dead. Oh, that's a good one too with the Cramps soundtrack. Yeah. yeah a lot of people like that. I, I met a couple people from Return of the Living Dead in my own time, so I, I would definitely be it. S is Silver Bullet from 1985. Mm, I figured I figured that might be yours. Yeah, he waited till October to set him off. The the full moon is high, so there you go. <laughs> uh, yep. You got an honorable mention for S? I have Shockwaves 1972. Oh, that's a good one. That's a fucking good one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, my S is The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, yep. The Shining. 
I mean, you know, what what else can you fucking say about the fucking shiny? What else can you say? Yeah. Yeah. Don't have an audible mention for S that I could think of, but that's okay. Shiny is fucking fantastic. T is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. Ah, you got my honorable mention for T. Oh, good, sir. My honorable mentions were Tenebrae 1982 and The Town That Must uh, Dreaded Sundown from 1976. Yeah, okay. Uh Ten and Bray was close. That that was that was fighting Texas Chainsaw Massacre for honorable mention. Ah. What but, what uh, one? but I mean I had to go the thing. Like, come on. Oh the thing. 1982. Nice choice. I had to go super obvious with that one, but I mean Yeah. I don't but. have that. I don't own the thing. You don't own the thing? No, I don't. I just don't. I don't know the thing. All right. Well, I don't feel bad about not having as many cool horror movies as you do in your collection. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I don't know why. I just don't own the thing. I just don't. I've never. I, I like the thing. I just don't know. Uh, you, I guess, is next. Mm-hmm. Unnameable, 1988. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good yep. one. And then my honorable mention is up from the depths from 1979. Oh, wow. Wow. I I watched Up from the Depths when I was a pre not pre no not pre I was a teenager when I saw it on VHS. Yep. And I was I was like, this is I was like, I, I need to watch Jaws. <laughs> yeah, I get you. No, I get you. I get you. Yep. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I had fun watching it though. I, the, that was the last time I, I watched have the it, same problem with every single C movie I ever watch. Mm-hmm. I even have the deep, which it actually has um, uh, Robert Shaw and everything. And I just mm-hmm. want to watch Jaws afterwards. I love the deep, even though it's kind of like it kind of just it's a movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I lost my train of thought on your on your on your pick for you. No, uh, the, the <laughs> unnameable. Yeah, no, it's it's like again the eighties. We we got to take Lovecraft and we got to make him a little sexier. We got to put some boobs in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's that that film is not close to the fucking source material at all. No, it's not at all. No, actually, (laughs) the one person that I thought was the best in it was actually the creature. Like she just needs some love. And the sequel had Julie Strain as the creature, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, I can't remember. I can't remember who was the I creature. I have part two as well, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who the creature was in the first one. She was some acrobatic person. Yeah. Wasn't David Warner in that film too, right? David Warner he... was in part one. He was no? in part two. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, so I get... was, uh, part two, David Warner was in it. And so was he. Uh, David Warner was also in Necronomicon and Cold Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. in part two, so was the guy from that played the um, Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. 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 John Reese Davies. Yeah. John Reese Davies plays because in, in, in the Neighborhood part two, they do that kind of. Uh, uh, the um, was it the this the the what confession of Warren Carter or whatever about when they go down to the hole mm-hmm. and then they go Carter just beat it beat it beat it you know what I mean and then yeah so they do the whole thing it's it, it's really cool how they do put Lovecraft stories together though yeah it's really funny 
you kind of got to do that too because like a lot of his stories are so short it's like it's it's better yeah, if you like take so you have to actually yeah. expand it out a little bit uh all right my you and you're not going to be able to see this probably but because it's on one of these packs it it's one of the i love i love this this is the fucking um like some of these are uh uh fucking uh what's what's this guy name name uh, Jim Wynorski films and stuff on here. So Wynorski, like, Jim Wynorski is amazing. Yeah, the, this one isn't a Jim Wynorski film, but it's like on the same pack. And like fucking um, some of these are just like VHS rips on the DVD or whatever, yeah. you know, kind of thing. But uh, the Unholy from 89, I believe it's from. That's uh, awesome. The Unholy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not a great movie, but it was the only you I had in my collection. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a religious horror. It's got a sexy demon like being temptation to this priest, and he's got to fight it and not fuck it. And that's you know, okay. That's yeah, it, it, it's got its charms. It's not perfect, but I I do fondly remember it. And I was like, when I picked up this collection, oh, I got the unholy too. Uh, it's got Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. It's got wax work on it. It's got uh, Slaughter High and Chopping Mall. So that's those are the main yeah. reasons I bought Ghoulies it. Ghoulies Go to College has a lot of bush in it. Yeah. And uh, it's got Chud 2, which sucks ass. Chud, Bud the Chud. Fuck, fuck that shit. Yeah. I hate that movie. All right. Well, all right. Uh, uh, what we v. Uh, v. Video Dead. 1987 mm. and video violence one and two from 1987 and 1988. That's a good pick. I like those. Um, my one, and here's here's where I get super artsy fartsy with a guy who was mostly known for trash. Uh, <laughs> this is Jess Franco's Venus and Furs, which I think oh, is I have that film. Yes, I do. Yeah, sir. which I think is probably his. Like his most complete film, really? Like his. his it's, like only, one... it's funny because most of it is the one girl waiting in her bed naked for a while. Mm hmm. But, I mean, <laughs> but there you go. But like, I, I, I kind of love how Jess Franco, like, somehow he just kept making movies right up to the end of his fucking life. And he was. Oh, just... no, he did a great job. He did, I, have, yeah. I have all his old ones too. They're horrible, but there you go. I have them still. But like half of them feel like he just went on vacation and made a movie while he was on vacation, basically. Exactly. You know? No, no, you're right. You're right. Yep. Because uh, Vampire that... Duncan, all you do is see uh, um, uh, Lena Romay at uh, like sixty get her bush shaved. Mm-hmm. That's and, how it is. It's weird. Fucking yeah, and the uh, the one uh, the blind dead ripoff. Uh, Mansion of the Living Dead or wherever the fuck it was. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love that. Where you know it, it's it's basically he, he he's on vacation filming his girlfriend get fucked. That that yeah, that's pretty, that's I, pretty I, much. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you what. It's fan. I'll tell you what. Uh, um, I I love the Living Dead is ten times better than Vampire Junction. Hmm. At least ten times better. <laughs> yeah. So check out Vampire Junction. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh and my do you have do, a uh do you have an honorable mention yeah i do uh i was gonna go vampire Ooh. venice vampire i was surprised venice. you said vampire venice because i was surprised too that i didn't say videodrome oh 
Video drones. Yeah, I don't own video drones. Yeah. That's the only thing, right? But Vamp- Vampire in Venice, I do own. And like, I love how they try to pass that off as a sequel to Nosferatu, and it's not at oh, all. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just got yeah. Klaus Kinski in it. I I think I own Videodrome at some point, but it's not in my collection. But I was like, wait a second. I thought I owned this movie, and I couldn't find it. So I was like, I can't put it down. But like, maybe Lee has it. <laughs> Videodrome. <laughs> I should own Videodrome, yeah. but I don't. But uh, like, yeah, fucking like, babe. honestly, like Naked Lunch, Videodrome. I think we should own these films. Yeah, like I for for Cronenberg, I have. Rabbit, or crash. I actually, I I think the brood might be the only thing of his I own. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. That's kind of so we're going for um, W. Yeah, we're at W. Oh, well, mine was easy. Okay, werewolf versus vampire woman. Yeah, also known as wolf shadow, werewolf shadow, or something like that. Yeah, 1981. Werewolf was Vampire Woman. It's my favorite Paul Nashie film. It's amazing. It's kind of like, like I love Fulci, and mm-hmm. I know that House by the Cemetery is the worst, but it's my best. I love you. And to me, that like Werewolf vs. Vampire Woman is the best Nashie film. I love it. Nice. I'm actually kind of get it for a dollar, like or whatever. I'm actually kind of sad I don't have any Falchi on my on my fucking twenty six or whatever. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes they're not the best. You know what I mean? And I don't have any Falchi either. So, like, 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 I go. had I had some like in close contention for honorable mentions yes. because yeah, uh, host by the cemetery, like, or like New what? York Ripper was close, but they're like, mm-hmm. oh, and I like that. So fuck you. <laughs> it's okay. like hope. Like House by the Cemetery was in contention for H for yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but it is what it is yeah uh, what's your W oh yeah honorable mention to the Wolfman 1941 that's uh, I fuck you can't beat that um my one is a more modern one uh, this one's got Bar- Barbara Crampton in it this actually this Ooh, is kind of right nice. right around the right around the time where her career was starting to like pick up again you know kind of thing where now she's yeah. in everything again you know so my pick for w uh i don't have a fulci film but i kind of have a fulci film in a sense because this is a very fulci-esque film it's also got a very kind of rural horror 1970s 1980s vibe to it like one of those films in like the big box you'd see on a vhs at a, at a rental store it's like Oh, I'll take a chance on that. That looks kind of weird, you know, kind of interesting. Uh, this is We Are Still Here. And, we Are uh, Still Here. Yeah, and this is a kind of a haunted house film, but this uh, older couple who lost their son and Barbara Crampton, of course, is the uh, is the mother, and she's kind of suspecting that maybe her son is trying to communicate with her from beyond the grave but there's something way more fucked up going on um there's some really weird shit going on in the basement there's some secrets in town that are trying to cover up what's going on in the basement and there's some really nice shocking stuff there's some really great gore and like it it gets it's it's like if host by the cemetery made sense right 
<laughs> so right. so it, it it's very much like a Fulci film if Fulci actually bothered to write a script that made logical sense. Wow. So and you know I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Fulci saying that right because I love Host by the Cemetery because you know it doesn't right, make any sense right, but right, it's right. very it's very unnerving and, and weird. This movie is also unnerving and weird, but it just happens to be like, oh, I get it. I get what's going on, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, it, it, it's it's fucking great. And Barbara Crampton's right. awesome in it. Like she's people kind of, you know, just kind of slot her in as a scream queen or whatever. But she's actually like a great actress and she's really excellent. Do you have an X? I don't have an X. I will say extra one and two, 1982 and 1991. And that's mm-hmm. my act. And it's a nice little uh, uh, sci-fi film, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sci-fi weird. horror. Yeah, sci-fi horror. But, uh, um, why for me? Uh, oh, you have a butt? I, I was just—I was going to say, like, if, if I did own a film that would have been an X, it would have been X, the man with the X-ray eyes. Oh, X-ray eyes. Yeah, no, I, yeah. that's a good one, too. Uh yeah, oh, my wife for me is Young Frankenstein, nineteen seventy or uh, forty-seven or seventy-four rather. Yeah, uh, probably could have could, could have been made in forty-seven uh, though. You know, yeah, it could have been. Uh, I tell you what, it's it's a horror-based comedy, and you know what, I have it in my collection, so I thought I'd use it because other than that, mm-hmm. I don't have any X's or Y's other than Extra or Young Frankenstein, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but I'll move but... right on to. Uh, do you have a Y, by the way? No. Okay, um, I'll move right on to Z Zombie Z. Lake, 1981, and uh, Zoltan, Hound of Dracula, 1977. Oh wow, wow! You went trashy with your Z's. I man. love that film, Reggie Nadler, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Reggie Nadler. I fucking love me some Reggie Nadler. Um. Yeah, no, those are good picks. I can't, I can't dispute those. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Zombie Lake, but I know why you picked it. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Z. Oh, I lied. I have a Fulci. <laughs> Fuck. I'm goddamn stupid. Zombie. You zombie, don't you? I don't like that film. <laughs> you don't like that? Fuck, fuck you. Not as much uh, as Dawn of the Dead and stuff like that. No. No, I mean, no, I, no, I get that. It's not. It doesn't. Have, it doesn't have yeah, that doesn't hold a whole candle to the dawn of the dead, but I mean, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of Zomb- technically zombie two, dawn of yeah. the dead two zombie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was wondering if you were going to do that. Yeah, good for you. But I mean, that's kind of Fulci's like breakthrough, like horror movie in the sense that like oh, that's yeah, the one that, that that's, that's Fulci's film. Yeah, that that spearheaded his like best period for horror movies. Like, absolutely, after that, absolutely. After that, it's just banger after banger for a while until he, you know, yep. he got got sick. Any honorable mentions? Um, I was thinking. So you know, it's it's known by a couple different titles, but um, it's known as Zombie Holocaust. I prefer Doctor Butcher MD, but Doctor Butcher Hol- MD, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that Doctor Butcher MD medical. Yeah, I have zombie zombie Holocaust on my collection. Yeah, they were. It's such wonderful list we went over. I'm honestly, this is like the the quintessential you must check out list. That that's kind yeah. of like when when you mentioned this is like oh this is going to be good because this will be like 
you know, if, if people are listening to this episode and they're kind of like thinking of stuff to do for like 31 days of horror or whatever, you know, and most, and most people, you know, they, they do 31 days of horror. They don't necessarily do one every day. They just kind of like play catch up at the end of the week kind of thing. So you've got almost 50 fucking films here to talk about. Right. Well, actually, so, no, yeah, actually probably, about 50. 50, about, probably about 65 films by the end of it, like of to talk about, like to yeah, buy yeah. and put in your collection if you don't have it already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there you go. I mean, what else do you want, folks? Yeah, we, we are providing a service for you, <laughs> the rotten, degenerate plebs who listen to this show. That's, yep. That's all. No, we, we do love you. We th- thank you for the like the scant few people <laughs> to listen to this fucking podcast. It's it is very much appreciated. It, it is fun to do it. And I'm glad you I glad you uh, joined you tonight. Um, I'm just happy that you rolled with the punches, Paul. And it's like because we had to cancel our original plans. And it's like, hey, Paul, do you have any ideas of what the fuck we could do? <laughs> and, <laughs> and you came that up one. with this. So, yeah, we got one. Yeah, mm. it's all good. It's all good. And you know what? Thank you for being here. Always nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people, tell people where they can find you. Your Maniacs oh, podcast. Check me out like PA Brew News, man. Uh, it's actually three words, PA Brew and News. Check me out on YouTube. You'll find the paintings, Maniacs Beat Podcast, and beer reviews, of course. And uh, Twitter, same thing, PA Brew News, three words. Probably Instagram uh, at Oil Paintings by P. Romelli. Check it out. Facebook, the whole deal, and see if you can find me. If not, no big deal. Mm. And I mean, I, I enjoyed your uh, latest episode on uh, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Yeah, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Good time. That's, def- that's definitely not a movie I'm ever going to watch. Um, <laughs> uh, and we save do- you from watching bad films because we watch them and tell you about them. Yeah, yeah, like you, you guys were struggling to say nice things about that film. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and you can find us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Find all of our stuff there. Go to the Facebook group. They must be destroyed on site on Facebook. And you can get in contact with us. Best way to, you know, say stuff to us, give us criticisms, praise, uh, requests for movies, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we do want to respond. So, you know, fucking speak up bitch yep absolutely yeah speak up you little bitches um so the next episode should be the demon knight bordello blood double feature all right yeah so do do it do it more earlier on a day like i can do it on days but just try to do a little earlier if you can if not if you can't no big deal um i'm gonna be off uh friday night saturday night and sunday night for the next couple months oh well that's Oh well, that's that's fucking perfect. We can just do it next week. Yeah, Saturday would be better, but we'll see how it goes. Well, we'll we'll figure. And it if out. something happens, we'll make it work. All right. Yeah, we we can we can make it work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, get- Sunday at ten would be better than eleven at ten. But you know what? We'll make it work. All right. Just let me know. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, but all right. yeah. All right. uh, again, thank you, Paul, and thank you all for no listening. Problem. And, and I'm gonna uh, head out. All right, Paul. Cheers, cheers, and cheers, brother. Cheers. See ya. Bye-bye. Later, man.
You've been listening to TMB DOS. They must be destroyed on site. For further episodes of this podcast, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. We're also on Apple Podcasts and pretty much any podcatcher that you can find. Thank you. Drive through.